Hello, Steampunkers. This is Texas Steampunk Connection coming to you live from uh, various locations around the city of Austin, Texas. And we are we are back. <laughs> and we have some if you're listening, if you're if you're joining us live, thank you very much. And hello and greetings. If you're going to listen to us later on our podcast stream, then thank you for listening. <laughs> first, first and foremost, we have two co-hosts to introduce to you. We have Jack and Lex here. Hi, say hello, guys. <laughs> it's good to be here. Good to be and here. We, and we, and we have Fax, who's our hey, who know, from new. previous podcast. He's not new. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe eventually, E and Erica might pipe in every once in a while because he it says Fax and E on there. So we'll see what it's, see what room. happens. She'll pop in if she's got something smart to say, which is very likely. Okay, sounds great. Yeah, she's gonna sit there and laugh at me, right? That's and laugh fair. At all of us. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I oh, do yeah. that all the time. <laughs> yeah, my other channel. I just got this like every now and then. Here, this in the background. <laughs> I mean, I, I and I like to say, of course, you know, it's just my my impersonation of you. Like much less like like your impersonation of me. It's not quite right. Oh. By no means. Nah, my impression of you is perfect. <laughs> well, as you could as you could tell, Jackson and Lex are such a loving couple. Um, <laughs> so full of salt and high blood pressure and all around. Like <laughs> a little bleach somewhere. Okay, I think well, I think first and foremost, like we got to say, I mean, Fax and I, our 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 steampunk characters are basically we drink. Um, so I am currently drinking. I have a beer here. I don't know. If it's hard to see with this light. It's called Texas Leaguers. It is a knuckle box from the, the German style dark lager. Um, it has, it had a, I think it, it has an old timey baseball guy. So that's kind of, you know, I think it it's works. appropriate. How's it taste? Out of Missouri. It's good. I'm actually, I picked a really good beer. It's a kind of a dark color, which I like dark beers. This is a, a dark lager. Sounds <laughs> and, like you uh, and Jack would be great drinking buddies. I'm looking Just forward to it in person. Buddies. So am I. This is out of, it's out of a brewery called out of uh, Texas Brewing Company and, uh, Missouri City, Texas. That's a weird name for a Texas city, but it's Missouri City, Texas brewery. It's really good. Fact, to I'm have to find out where that is. I've never heard of it. Neither have I. Maybe they made it just That's in what case, drinking. just for this moment. Say it again. Facts. What are you drinking? I. What am I drinking? It's a, a Chardonnay. <laughs> a Chardonnay. Oh, no, no, fancy. Sorry. This is a, a Chenon Blanc. From uh, Vineyards, um, I'm part of a wine club because I'm so fancy. It's called Naked Wines. Oh. <laughs> That's the only reason I signed up for it, but it doesn't help. It hurt. Um, <laughs> so we're naked. They, they take a small amount out of my credit card every month, and when I have a large enough amount, I can order a case of oh, just oh, all thanks. kinds of, you know. A like selection that. of wines I do not know uh, or understand, but uh, they send me something new every time I order, and I haven't found a bad one yet. I'm I don't know anything about wine these days, but I'm learning. Do um, yeah, I'm not a do they give you like a sweetness scale? Like um, some companies, they'll say, okay, do you prefer something a little bit sweeter, or a little bit drier, or something along those lines? Some places are a little bit more specific about that. Um. They don't have a, a scale of sweetness, but they do uh, describe some as sweeter and some as tart or dry or mm 
uh, tannic depending on reds or whites or whatever. Reviews. And they have, yeah, they've got a lot of reviews from other people who have bought them. It's a pretty, a pretty extensive club. Uh, so they get a lot That's of good. feedback that you can kind of look at. And if I can find a beer club like that, I'd be happy. <laughs> there probably is one out there. I don't think Texas allows beer yet. I think they allow wine for sure at the moment to be passed through the through the mail. But uh, yeah, the, the, the beer laws are really weird. Well, the liquor laws are really weird. Um, yeah. As our friend Rognus will tell us. <laughs> and so Jack and Lex, what are y'all drinking? If you're drinking anything, we're drinking rum. Oh. Rum. Oh, I like rum. What kind of rum is that? It's the good. It's the good Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan. Okay, of yeah. course. Private of course. stock. Captain Morgan. Stock. <laughs> You're, yeah, right. You're right. I got a Captain Morgan's black or something recently, and I was really disappointed. Yeah. Aww. Private stock oh, wow. is really the only one that get, I'd I'd reach for. And I'm not just drinking awesome. rum. Of course, you got to show the shot glass to go with it. So I don't know if you can actually see nice. it very well. Ah. <laughs> Without tipping it all over my well, something on there. I can't read it. It says steam chest. Chest. One of our good uh, oh, right. packages there. Oh, I, I guess I could have uh, singled you out. Put, I, I could have just done that. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, or, yeah, well, here. You know what? And he takes a sip. That's a little better. The lighting nice. is great. Okay. But it does yeah, say. Same. I'm having the same problem on my end. Awesome. It's a little blurry. It's blurry. <laughs> Lighting's not great, apparently. <laughs> All right. So riveting conversation we're having already. Hey, Dan Burrow just sent us a message. You're going to have to like <laughs> he's, he's liking your look there, Tax. Thanks, Dan. Just kind of pulling it. <laughs> <Just kind> of <laughs> make it totally <laughs> useless. Pulling this so you can take shots through it. I think there's a <laughs> delay between our streaming and they're seeing it. Yes, I know there's a. It might be. There's like a minute delay uh, from my viewing. Wow, a whole minute. Okay. Okay. I, I, just, showed, I just showed my. Uh, the Anyway, moving on. <laughs> oh, you're actually watching? Okay. I'm yeah, not I even watching the live stream. I'm watching us. I'm hearing a yeah. voice, though. Okay. So, on to some important business. Um, talking about steampunk. Jack, Lex. Yes. We got to start with, uh, you know, you're steampunkers, right? What? How did you find out about steampunk? How'd you get into steampunk? Um, <laughs> and, you know, what so is steampunk to you? Let's let's, I, get, let's go there. I, mean, I actually started with the SEA. Um, I was a medieval reenactor for a long time, uh, and I I love the creation aspects. I love the 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 community aspects. But one of the things they really deeply troubled me about the community was this hostage that they would hold on new information and creativity. Um, when you get somebody who who had done extensive knowledge, they kind of gatekeeped and they didn't really want to share that with the community. Um, I went to a convention and at the convention, I met this incredible group of steampunkers who had all the same sorts of things, the, the leather working, the metal working, like that it just everything that I loved about the medieval reenactment community. But when you talk to them, they sat there and they went step by step and they're like, this is what I did and this is the tool that I use and it wasn't an appropriate tool, but it's what I had. And it, it was just so beautiful to see them sharing this, this concept of information and loving their craft enough to share it with people. That's awesome. Yeah, that's one thing I like about the steampunks. <laughs> and Jack, what's your story? Well, um, my 
ex-girlfriend got me to go to a uh, Renaissance festival and I bought this hat and I was like, I'm going to be a pirate. Well, the piracy never went away, but the character definitely has evolved. And so uh, okay. I think it pretty much, I picked up on the steampunk thing when I met her and uh, all the group out, the group out in, uh, in uh, El Paso. Yeah. Uh, the Coyote's fortune rested soul. Hey, Coyote's fortune Ooh. is still a thing. Just, <laughs> They really <laughs> hit that rock hard, though. Yeah, I, I know there is an there is no Paso group. I I see them. There is a Clockwork oh. Revent. No, Clockwork Rebellion. Rebellion. See, there yes. you Okay. Well, I know I know there's a steampunk El Paso Facebook group that I that I joined a while back. Um, yeah, we've been long patrons of that one. So, shout out to those guys. Okay. That that's good. I don't know for any new viewers out there or new listeners. Sorry, we are we are live, but we are recording for future podcasting. <laughs> um, my name is Flavio. I got into steampunk because of Thax here, oh. <laughs> but I met Thax. I met Thax in a. <laughs> he's 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 denying it. <laughs> okay, it was, uh, I'll remember something. It was a medieval fantasy group called HFS High Fantasy Society. It was an offshoot of Amcar, which is an offshoot of SCA. Blah blah blah. That's where I met Dax, um, and then okay, later on, true. after I stopped I playing that. that, when I stopped playing that, Dax had started his own LARP group, and I joined that up with him for a while. And then one time, at one day, Dax said, "Hey, do you know about this thing called steampunk?" <laughs> and I said, "No, tell me more." And he told me about a friend of his who had this little steampunk shop, and I went over there and looked at, it, and I bought all the stuff, and boom, I was in. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I mean, it was supposed to be a meetup, but I, I got there early or something, and so I left. I think Vax showed up later, and she's like, who was that guy? He dropped your name. I I do remember that. That that was Sam yeah. Tyler's shop. Exactly. I don't know if you ever got to meet Sam Tyler, but she was she was the heart and soul of the Austin Steampunk community Aww. for yes. years. Um, yeah, we we then, came then, then, the Austin community. Uh, we we only moved here about three three and a half years ago, and we started kind of getting involved. And at that point, it started dissipating. We had a lot of people in the community yep. who just stopped showing to events, and so I think the last event we went to, there were two people other than us. <laughs> yeah. Because Sam, Sam Tyler threw uh, Unintanium. It was a it was a one weekend, one event, steampunk outdoor event, and it was awesome. Thax oh. um, and I were We were participants as actors of troop actors. Um, I was only there for one day because I had to go out of town the next day for a new job, um, so I missed half of it. And then after that, she kind of burned out and she moved to Colorado. I don't know why she moved to Colorado. It had nothing. I don't think it has anything to do with the steampunk. It just life centered to Colorado. That's fair. And then we had other. We had not. We had another friend who who kind of took up the mantle of the steampunk, getting thing get, getting the gathering together, and it held on for a while. But it kind of shifted, and he lost he lost interest as well, kind of, and it just kind of faded away. Dax and I tried to do meetups after that, and it just didn't take off. People oh. like the people stopped showing up, and just kind of faded away. Um, but yeah. that's okay. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much of a resurgence we can bring, but I'm going to try my best. <laughs> it takes a really strong personality to gather a bunch of people like that, and. Um, we'll see. We'll find out. Because I know there's still people in Austin. I know there's still steampunks in Austin. They're here. I've seen them. I know them. 
Um, I mean that that one little that one well, little thing moment, we did out in the Lorraine Ghost Town. Yeah. Even so, we can't you're, do anything now because we're all exactly locked right. down. So right. So uh, we're doing what we can. Exactly. So, right here. Yeah. Do, do yes, because of the lockdown and everybody. I'm sorry. Well, because do of the lockdown for the damn the plague. plague. Sure. Yeah, for the new for the new people, anybody who doesn't know us, I mean, I'm sure most people. If you're if you okay. if you're if you subscribe to the podcast, you probably know us. But if there's new people out there, they need to know. Oh yeah, send them over here. We're always looking for good. Or, or you've already heard Flavio's story, which is basically a, a reflection of my story. Um, I heard about steampunk at this. Uh, uh, club was meeting like once every two weeks, once uh, or so, and I went out to one of the meetings. It was this large, um, large group of people in one of the back rooms of a restaurant, and it was all very social club, and everybody was dressed really nice. And uh, I, I think I went to a couple of those before I told Flavio, but you know, not much. You got in just the same time I did. Um, right. I, 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 I jumped in both feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, both, both of us did. All, all of us did. Um, and I think we all have Sam Tyler, the lady you're talking about with that store, uh, to thank for it. She was amazing. Oh. Um, yes, indeed. And that was... Get to meet her. Yeah. Uh, what was, was like this? Seven, eight years was ago. Was it before or after... Yeah, was this before or after 2010? Because apparently Justin Bessel saying Green Steam Festival in Austin. I don't remember a Green Steam Austin Festival. Uh, I do. Was that before or after we jumped in? <laughs> um, that was around the same time. The Green Steam Festival so was a it? music festival that was very okay. Austin. Um, it, it wasn't. It wasn't really steampunk as as I understand it. I didn't make it to the. The Green Steam Festival. I, I, I know could I did wrong, um, but I got the impression that that it wasn't a, a focused steampunk event, but it definitely had steampunk aspects to it, and they were trying to do kind of play to that aesthetic. Um, okay, but I don't think they oh, they really contacted the, the steampunk community um, enough to make that a big thing. Clockwork Con was the first big Austin convention that I remember yes, going to. Yes, I remember we, we, we went to that one. That was fun. It was in a little hotel off of 183 and 35 here, right? Yeah. It was fun. Had great music. That, we saw um, Steve Car Giraffe there. So yep, it was that's when we, I discovered them there, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so we liked we, we that. Uh, yeah, we watched and then, uh, out in Dallas, yeah, the Sky Captain's Masquerade Ball. That on was the, such an excellent event. We went to that. We went to that. We remember yeah. that. I think we all met there. <laughs> we were still living oh. in Texas at that that point, but uh, you know, <laughs> who knew? Apparently, there were a lot of steampunks there. Apparently, they took over half the grounds in oh, caves. Cool. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I missed it. <laughs> So, yeah, there's this other one that happens every now and then over at this uh, this ghost this ghost town place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, the Lorraine the Lorraine ghost town out here in Maynard, Texas. Yep. Since the lockdown, Texas, we got broken into. 
it's not and me. some of their yeah, stuff was damaged and a mess was made. So uh, that that's a concern at the moment. Yeah, well, I heard they are reopening. I saw them message on not message. Well, they they posted on Facebook that they are reopening. You know, shorter yeah. hours and stuff, but they are reopening. So. Good. We'll have to stop by yeah. for a burger sometime. Yes. Give them some business. Well, I thought that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they. Um, I know they they had some trouble over the COVID crisis. Uh, some people came in and they looted and they mm-hmm. stole a couple of their like games and a couple of pieces of equipment and they tagged things. things. It was it was pretty ugly. I, I really hope that they were able to find out who did that. That's pretty sad, considering they were they were upgraded a lot because there was a film um, a show that was filmed there. I think it was. Um, um, I, I remember Walking that. Dead or Fear the Walking Dead. I think they Westworld. It was Westworld. 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 Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And oh. it wasn't filmed there. I thought it was. Uh, but they had an after party at the at the ghost town. And, they, oh, and just for the after party, they built that huge building. Oh. They upgraded. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So and you know, then I guess that, I mean, that, that was a... two years ago. Right after that. So everything was very new. <laughs> I remember driving by it here recently. I had a I had a client I had to go see, and I'm like, it's all these big things and lights and like, what kind of thing are they filming out there today? That's cool. Yeah, the the cops yeah. had blocked off that one area of the road, and oh yeah, so they weren't filming anything. <laughs> I don't, wow. Dude. Okay. <laughs> So we're gonna okay. So so we, that was kind of the past of steampunk in our past. And so what are we talking about the present of steampunk? I mean, what is our present steampunk situation? We're all locked down. What are we doing at home? What are we doing steampunk for for ourselves at home? Um, did you say you had something? Someone sent you a message, stacks, and wrote it. Wrote you a sure. Um, it wasn't. Th- this is a public message, so I feel like it's okay for me yeah. to read it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, one of the, uh, the singers for uh, Space Force. No, that's not. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Space Core, uh, a, Space a, Core, local, yeah. <laughs> a steampunk Austin band. Uh, Christina uh, wrote on her social media. She says, "I can't think of anything else to do that I haven't done. Every hobby I can think of, plus more. Working out and dancing every day to scare away depression. To the point that I don't think y'all would recognize me. Lol. Uh, give me fresh, uh, free-ish stuff to do, and not TV or books." Idle hands will be the death of me one day. And I thought, yeah, that's that's exactly right. Don't we all feel uh, just like Christina right now? We can't go out. We can't do anything. Um, I don't want to watch any more TV. I need to do something. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, I'm that's I'm I'm run, quickly running out and getting bored of TV as well. Although I did watch the Space Force show, it wasn't as funny as it should have been. <laughs> Um, I thought it was hilarious. We're on episode. It had 10. really good moments. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was a lot more genuine than I expected it to be. Um, one yeah. of the things they I was expecting was that embarrassment humor that you get in like the office. office. And yeah. I mean, especially since it was brought to us by the creators. So I, I sat there listening and just waiting for those moments. And when they didn't hit them, I wasn't sure quite what humor to expect. And about midway through, they started hitting it. And Malkovich really brought it home, I thought. Yes, I, Malkovich was really good in it. I understand. I, I agree. I don't like Malkovich. Um, but, that, but that's not, unfortunately, that's and not I, steampunk. <laughs> no, I agree. John Malkovich was awesome. 
now that we got to bring it back to the the tangent that what what i've been doing is i've been finding old projects that i wanted to start materials that i purchased that i never did anything with they i just didn't have time for and going back and doing them i've been knitting i've been drawing i've been painting um we've been doing oh yeah uh jack's actually got one right here it, all right, this is kind of a, oh, yeah. a tag in for my uh, for a game that Let's I've been see playing, it. Like, called. Adam. I zoomed in on you. Let's see it. <laughs> so nice. I play a game called Atlas, and it's a pirate game. And my group is called the IRS. And so the top of the little thing says we've got things <laughs> to take what you've got. And so I decided nice. to take that because I'm a goof. I'm a goof. So we've been uh, we've been doing a lot of painting. We've been doing a lot of creating, and um, we've been reaching out to more creators. And I'm kind of happy about the fact that we've had this moment, this lull, because I mean, a lot of creators have other jobs as well. Um, that that line, "Don't quit your day job," a lot of people take that seriously, and I get it because it's hard to make it out here as an artist. And that's part of the reason why we started Steam Just so that we could support artists. Um, but we've been able to reach out to more artists and they've been doing things like sewing things for us. They've been making more things for us. And like the masks that we're wearing right now, these are actually some of the things that people have been making. And I'm really proud that people are coming out here and they're doing something to help the community. For every mask that we bought, a mask was donated to a hospital. And I love those prints. Yeah, me. Thank you. They're, they're nice. I mean, unfortunately, I'm still working full time. I I got a letter and everything saying I'm essential, uh, <laughs> but I'm not doing anything medical wise. It's more security for 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 stores, is what mm -hmm. not not physical security. I'll call it anti shoplifting <laughs> equipment. Oh, is what I work on. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just the guy behind the Bruce God saying yeah. push that button. <laughs> Uh, but but uh, other than that, when I, I've been I've been I've been podcasting, I've been producing, editing, sound designing two podcasts, working on a third one now. The third one I'm about to work on is actually steampunk. It's uh, Saul Ravencraft. If, I think you, you might know that name, Saul Ravencraft. Mm -hmm. His Cabinet of Curiosities podcast. Um, mm -hmm. We did this script that I'm that we're working on right now. We did this live on stage back in the heyday. <laughs> it's called uh, Horror Among Thieves, <laughs> and basically it's, it's an anthology. It's an it's an anthology it's an anthology um, where basically every 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 episode is going to be a different story of some oddity that he has in his cabinet like a shrunken head or a haunted box and stuff like that and how he got it and and where it's it's history um, sounds fun and it's going to be fun it's so far it's pretty fun and the, the other ones I'll talk about later on they're not steampunk but they're fun <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing Thax? <laughs> um well it, like Lax said. This is an amazing time to have a lot of extra time on your hands. Uh, everybody who's watching this obviously has the internet. So the univer the university that is YouTube mm. calls and waits to teach you how to knit and sew and uh, paint and uh, do epoxy clay or mm. anything you could possibly want. Uh, so I haven't been doing anything, but I've been watching a lot of YouTube. <laughs> but you do that but you do but you but you've been doing a lot of that stuff for a long time I and mean, i've seen you i've seen a lot of stuff that you attempted i and, you know. I, I have and, and i've been sort of picking up uh lost projects 
I finally finished my electric bicycle. Oh, um, oh nice. Which I haven't really talked about because I was so frustrated with not being able to finish. Um, <laughs> I couldn't make the brakes work after changing oh, the tire. Oh, no. <laughs> and I found out it took me months to figure out that the brake pads I had on were backwards and upside down. Oh, oh. oh okay. Everything's okay. <laughs> awesome. If you want to be truly authentic, you want to get wooden brakes. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to be authentic. I want to stop. That's I, 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 <laughs> the safety science of 300 years to kick in. No, I, I agree with this that. bike. It's also kind of steampunkish, right? The, the look of it. Oh, the, yeah. The paint, yeah, paint on it and all that. Yeah. Um, you want me to do I show you? I can show you. You have a picture yeah. on your phone or something? Sure. It's terrible, but Hold on. <laughs> oh, he's going to take his camera with him. Oh, oh there it is. Let me Hold on. Let me zoom in. Let me zoom in. That is swank. Ooh. Like the messenger bag. Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> that's, that's cool. That's awesome. Oh, wait. You caught in closer. Sorry. Let me zoom in again. I've got, a, I've got an old uh, air horn <laughs> zip tied to the middle of it, which is nice. my favorite part. <laughs> awesome. Uh, what else have I been doing, though? Um, unlike Lex's attitude of picking up old projects and actually working on them, I've been giving away a bunch of materials. Uh, <laughs> I, I have had... Cleaning, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I am a natural hoarder, which is embarrassing, and I've been fighting that that urge. Um, so I've been pulling out stuff out of my garage, and um, even before the, the the lockdown, I was taking it to the thrift store, which is probably where I bought it in the first place. <laughs> and every week, I take like another crate, which is like, okay, you know, this is my my next small step. Um, but I found on Facebook, there's this thing called the buy nothing group mm -hmm. and they're, they're groups specific to your neighborhood. Huh. So that you can, okay. you can, uh, post things you want to give away and your neighbors can say, I want that and they'll come and get it. Or, huh. you know, <laughs> they can post things and you can get their stuff. Um, and I've been trying well, didn't to you usually just put it out in the, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. You're right. For large furniture in my neighborhood, you just put it in front of your house and it goes away. And it goes away. <laughs> and I've done some of that too. But these are things I like... really wish that would happen in my neighborhood. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I, uh, we, my garage is so full of stuff and it's... Uh, I've, I've been working on it. Um, I also it's have been... Hard. Yeah, it is hard. And of course, with the whole food issue we were having earlier in this lockdown thing, I just decided, you know what, it's fine. It's finally time to go do the garden thing. And I have been buying lumber and tools, and I've built myself a very nice garden. And with the help of Lex over here, she's been germinating stuff in our back room with some grow lights that we've got. And then we've been putting it in the ground. So I have like eight or nine, like four by eight boxes. Some of them are... Uh, half that so nine total boxes but they're a varying different sizes of like cabbage and uh, pumpkins, pumpkins and, and tomatoes Ooh, and pumpkin. uh, we have peas. 
we have a lot of vegetables. Um, in total, we counted 87 different varieties. <laughs> nice. Wow. Okay. And we planted a couple of things. So we're, we're like food. We're ready for apocalypse now for the food side of things, <laughs> at least vegetable wise. I haven't figured how to grow a chicken yet on a, on a plant, but we're working on that. Nice. Yeah. I'm not that, I'm not that, I don't, I can't grow anything. I, I, I inherited my mom's black thumb. Um, oh. Well, I touch a plant that dies, so you know, except for the weeds in my backyard. So, <laughs> I have like an entire half my lawn, and no longer have to mow now because I've dedicated it. To uh, see, you don't call them weeds, you call them wildflowers yes. and natural oh. vegetation. There you go. See, okay, except one of these one of these weeds is called a mulberry tree or something like that. And it grows All like right. it's tearing apart my fence in the back, and I've been trying to get rid of those, been fighting so those it, for a while. Is it a fruiting mulberry or is it a, a male mulberry? I don't, it, there's no fruit on them. It may not okay. even be, I, don't, I might be even calling it wrong, but it's a, it's a tree, it's a tree weed and it grows fast and it's tearing apart my fence and I'm, I've been Got fighting it. those off for a while. Yeah, I dealt with those two. Um, That's rough. <laughs> but what was I going to say? Oh, I forget it. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Other stuff I've been doing. Uh, you know, I sew or I used to sew. I sort of tried to mm -hmm. get back into that with some, some steampunk projects that have just been sitting on the side. Um, and I'm still, I'm still going to work like you, Flavio. Uh, so a lot of time I spend at work twiddling my thumbs, thinking of things I wish I was doing. I know. Um, <laughs> like Christina mentioned she was looking for something that was free-ish. And so I made this out of stuff I found at work. Uh, since it is uh, the the lockdown and the uh, oh, okay. get yourself a, a plague mask. Nice. Plague mask. Right, right. It's hard to figure out where the yeah. So it's a plague mask. <laughs> but this is the fun part. So this is made out of a of a box that sodas came in. Okay. Oh, uh, wow. like a little box. Is, uh, <laughs> it's very French. It's very sparkling water. Um, LaCroix sparkling yeah. water. That is this box exactly. <laughs> very French. Very good. Yes. Black and uh, and the the front is uh, paper mache from a Taco Bell bag that I took for lunch <laughs> one day. Engine <laughs> right there. Hey man. So that's just, um, <laughs> paper mache that's obviously cool. is just at least the way I did it was uh, PVA glue or Elmer's glue and water. Mm -hmm. and rip off a piece of bag, dip it in there and schlep it on. And then um, mm -hmm. I took full uh, full strength PVA glue and sealed the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it took some like black acrylic paint and sort of washed it to give it that, that sort of weathered blackened look. Nice. That was it. That cost next to nothing. Nope, it doesn't cost anything. It's lightweight. Speaking of, yeah. don't cost anything. Um, I actually decided to sit down and finally make myself my Harry Potter wand. And I was I was gardening, <laughs> and I was sitting there cutting my this bamboo up for like propping up plants. I found one that was like the perfect length. I'll figure it out here somewhere. So I grab it, 
and it's got these little nubs right where you're like it was a perfect like holding thing for your for handle stuff so i sat there on and we're watching a show i can't remember what we're watching i'm sitting there with my paracord and just like weaving the handle for this thing and my wife thinks i'm nuts i'm just like oh you yeah i always think you're nuts about everything you really it's do just, it's just me <laughs> but uh so i haven't really got any big projects other than you know apocalypse garden but uh oh, yeah. i mean i could i could dig out all my electrical stuff and start working on that again try to make something glow in the dark but uh i got tired of shopping. yeah Oh, that's yeah, I have a lot of unfinished projects as well. Sorry, go ahead. No, go, please. <laughs> so I, I have a few unfinished projects as well that's been sitting around for a while. I was trying to make a, a steampunk um, rocket pack. Um, I got halfway through that. It lights up and everything, but I haven't quite, I haven't finished it. My problem is I'm, I know it's probably simple. I'm going to say this and people are going to say, oh, you just do it this way. It's so simple, but I can't figure out how to put the straps on properly to hold it in place on my back, like a backpack, you know, kind of thing. But I mean, I, I see people do it all the time. It's probably something simple, but I haven't figured it out. <laughs> so it's been sitting there forever, just gathering yeah. dust. It's that one that one step where you're just like, I'm unsure how to do this because if I do it wrong, it ruins everything, and I got to start over. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I've noticed some people um, use like, and then find like an Alice pack frame, like the old military Vietnam thing. I'm not going to say do that by no means because those things are freaking <laughs> heavy and uncomfortable. But I've seen people use those because they look they look really good. But yeah. uh depends. If you're gonna have it sitting on the ground and wanting it to look good, that's different than wearing it and having it look good. Right. I was kind of planning to wear it, you know, just for yeah, maybe not all day or anything, but just wear it for a little while. Cause I have a you know a, a pilot outfit I was I was working on and I kind of have and I wanted a jetpack to you know mm. but just I haven't finished it. And it's I can't I can't think of how long it's been sitting there, but it's been sitting there. As well as a bunch of Nerf guns that need to be painted and modded and kind of stuff like that. You know, those that those are mine. I'm not as elaborate as Thax, but I have a few unfinished projects as well that I probably should pick up. You know, but, I was. I, was I am working full time. I was actually pretty impressed with some of the things they uh, have have made themselves more available since the COVID crisis. Um, people going out and making their programs free and uh, free source accessing. So things like Code Academy, if you wanted to learn robotics, there are actually like code programs where you can learn how to uh, do robotics. And I think that's really nifty. Um, there's also learning languages. That's that's something uh, Duolingo does their free program and it reminds you to do it and it's super annoying, but I'll tell you what, I was doing <laughs> it every single day because I had to get my streak. Oh yeah, she was so on it. Uh, she'd be like, it'd be like 11.30 at night. We were getting ready for like winding down and her phone dings and she's like, Crap, I score. So she's sitting there yelling Spanish in the bathroom on her phone. Spanish. It just went to town. And I'm just like, maybe it's time for me to finally do it. I may have to sit down and cling on for the you know, final time. Duolingo has Klingon? Wow, that's funny. I like that. But yeah. Of course yeah. I should probably learn Spanish. I don't I don't know Spanish. Um, I should know Spanish. Uh, I'm, I'm living in Texas. We should know Spanish. We need to know Spanish. It it, it would be very useful. Yes. Um, I I do I do know some of the cuss words, of course, but who doesn't, right? That's fair. That's that's where you start. That's the 
beginning. It's the gateway to you a whole new language. You get in with the fun stuff, and then you get into <laughs> the practical. The thing that gets you in trouble is where you start at, you know? <laughs> so, so I mean, the only other thing I've been doing in, in well, this is the current steampunk. Um, I know she said like she's tired of reading books or whatever, but I, I do read a lot of com. I do read a lot. I read books. I read comics. Um, but there's some comics that I need to bring up now because they are they are very they're very steampunk. And one of the reasons I'm bringing them up because you can't just walk into your comic shop and find these. These are come from a company called Allegiance, um, and they're only available at Walmart. Oddly enough, <laughs> and the, the first two, the, the first issue came out a few weeks ago. Then issue two is going to come out next week. First one's called The Futurists. I don't know if you can see that with a glare. Yeah, I see it. Ooh. That looks pretty. Okay. I like the cover. Um, you can only find them on Walmart. You can you can find them on the Walmart site, you, or you can go to Allegiance AllegianceArt.com and you can and you click on a link and it'll send you to where you can buy them online. But you can only get them at Walmart. Um, unfortunately, the thing is they put a Walmart price sticker on them, and that's really for people who actually collect. That's kind of that's very problematic. <laughs> but the future is basically it's, it starts off with a couple of um, alchemist mages kind of kind of people in the 1800s, late 1800s. Um, one of them has apparently found some kind of secret to youth, and then it goes to a flashback, I guess, where they found this found some artifact in Egypt on the um, British soldiers. And so it's it's very it's steampunk in the fact that it has magic and it's in the it's the right time period. Nice and all that kind of stuff. Um, the other one, not as steampunk, but it's in definitely the right time period. It's called Bass Reeves. It's about the uh, Bass Reeves, the, the the guy who inspired the Lone Ranger. Love the hat. It's oh, more Bass Reeves inspired the Lone Ranger. Ranger. The Lone Ranger yeah, is so inspired the Lone Ranger. He's so, he's so white. <laughs> exactly, that's the problem. Bass Reeves was a black man. But he's the he's the, the catalyst who inspired the the legend of the Long Ranger. Oh, Bass um, Reeves! It's more amazing. of a biography. Yeah, he is. It's more of a biography of his life so far in the first comic. There's nothing. There was nothing supernatural or anything about it. Um, but it's in the right time period. It could maybe. I'm I'm hoping maybe there might be a little bit of a weird twist to it to make it more steampunk, Wild West kind of thing, Weird West. But it counts. I, I in my book, it's close enough to me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the next one is called the Red Red Rooster. It's a superhero comic. This is more diesel punk. It's in the time period of 1930s, but it, it's a superhero kind of along the lines of Captain America, and and it's it's just it's just fun superhero stuff, and it has a you know group of evil supervillains stuff like that. But that that falls more on the diesel punk, and I I heard this on the diesel punk podcast. They agree it's diesel punk. <laughs> what is uh, but, what is the name of Tony's comic? Oh, 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 uh, the, the miss, not the misfit toys, but something very similar to it. Uh, there's a, there's a steampunker who was out of Roswell. He's up in the Washington area these days who he does this very macabre sort of, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the game, uh, Alice, they was very, uh, horror oriented Alice in Wonderland. Very so much that. he does a plague doctor themed comic that's just absolutely fun and terrible and hilarious um i can't remember the for the life of me what the name of it is though let me um, see if i can't find yeah, it yeah you find that you can well, watch yeah it. when you do you put a link you can put a link up on our page for it if there's yeah a link. Uh, let's see here let me figure yeah out i'm looking it up right now yeah. but uh yeah you can go to like 
Yeah, those of you who are watching and want to can't wait, you can go to the Steam Chest on YouTube, and he's one of the friends on the side, and uh, so you can watch a lot of his fun stuff. He does a lot of. He's having the time of his life with the plague thing right now. He was actually hired by New Mexico, I believe. No, he's in Oregon. Oh. Oregon. Mm -hmm. or, one of the small towns in Oregon hired him to run around in his plague uniform with a sign that said "Wash your damn hands," and so he's just <laughs> like, "It's my moment." It's called <laughs> <laughs> nice. Holy yeah. crap! We've been on. We've been on for a while. Um, well, while you're talking, we might as well talk about your steam chest. Do a little commercial um, plug for your steam chest. I'll zoom in on you. You can tell us tell us what's going on with that. Um, what what the deal is and all that kind of stuff. You want me to do it or you to do it? You're better at it. Uh, so we're a steampunk subscription service. We try to find artists around the world and bring them to your door. Uh, we typically try to include anywhere from three to seven artists, depending on the, the quality of the product and the, the level of the product. And we make sure that we get that to your door every month. Um, we find musicians, we find t-shirts, uh, artwork, artwork. Uh, we, we've had a couple of sculptors, we've had a couple of um, comics and authors and all sorts of fun different types of things in our boxes and we like to bring that to the community and we do this service mostly because we just want artists to have more of their content get to the people. And so we're buying we're buying content from artists, bringing it to your door, sending you their cards so you can go and get commissions or more of their stuff to begin, you know, anything they bring. So it's been going uh, going strong here now for oh geez, we're like on our sixtieth or seventieth box now. We're sending out mm -hmm. so once a month, wow. consistently, and uh, and it's always new content. So, uh, sometimes we've had uh, music that we haven't put out for a couple of years mm -hmm. that we include again because. It's actually a pretty limited amount of music, and sometimes musicians are harder to get a hold of than you'd think. <laughs> and we do our best to make sure there isn't any duplication. I mean, like, mm -hmm. there will be times where you have a guy who's been with us for like six years, and he's going to get some of the same stuff that we're resending out when most of our fan base has turned over, and we're resending out the same thing. But we, do, we don't just send it out the same. Like, if it's a T-shirt, we're changing it up. We're adding text. We are making the picture different, so it's not exactly the same by no yeah. means. We're, we we've, had, um, we've had film content, and that was one of the the things that oh, yeah. I loved at the very, very beginning. And it was actually what motivated us to start. Uh, there was a film that was perspective. Unfortunately, it never made it through because Steampunk's Hollywood's not Hollywood. very big on remakes. And this was new content. Um, it was it was so beautiful. It looked like a combination of like Chronicles of Riddick, the aesthetics of it. And um john carter of mars yeah like a john carter of mars sort of thing it was just really really beautiful and the concept was amazing and we were super stoked about watching that when we went to wild wild west con and we got to talk to the director yeah we got, to, we got a small viewing about 15 minutes of oh footage. yeah and we asked them well what are you doing to promote and he said it's basically just word of mouth and so we're we're walking uh, after we'd seen this beautiful content, we're walking up to uh, go get our tea so we could do, do our tea dueling. And there was this little band on the sidelines and they played the most beautiful music. My God, I my heart basically stopped. It was so pretty. And I was I was really excited. I started talking to them once they were done with their song. And 
I asked them, I was like, why aren't you the group that's playing on the stage tonight? And they said, oh, well, we, we just didn't have enough word of mouth names. And so we went home and I thought on it for a few weeks and I said, you know, we, we could be that marketing platform for some of these places. And so we, we try to share people's music and people's art. And we've been doing it for six years now. Oops. Well, I didn't realize it was six years. Holy crap, that's a long time. <laughs> we so, uh, so we did an unboxing video. Yes, of yes, one we of did. Your suggests, um, it was like the last season. So two mm -hmm. years ago yeah. now. <laughs> the, one, the one and only time we did a video. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, did you get one of our T-Punk tees? Yes. Awesome. Uh, okay. After we've gotten our contract with them, um, we have included a T-Punk tee for, a, I, I want to say, two and a half years now. So I was wondering if, if that was when you made your video. Yeah. We've had a couple guys. We have a yeah, guy we definitely got some tea. That uh, used to do, like, a, he got one of our year subscriptions, and he gave us a, you know, a video every month. And I started giving him, like, bonuses and whatnot for every every time you give us another one and he hit me up a while back going hey is there any way i could get your christmas box because i know it's always the best one and i'll do a video on it i'm like yeah sure that's cool you know just send me the link to it and we'll you know stuck some extra you know little christmas cheer in there for him and we got a video out of it and uh he's actually on our website, that's on pretty our cool. website as well so we like to have it to where people can see our content and know what's in the box at least have a good idea of what's in the box. So they have an idea of what's the consistency. And so I I actually considered sitting here doing unboxing videos for myself. I'm sitting there going, it seems a little weird. I don't mind other people <laughs> doing it. I don't mind it's like here's our figures. Well, I don't stuff think they're box last month. I mean I don't mind that either. Yeah, so well, but it's weird. I think for you it wouldn't be an unboxing so much as a a boxing. This is what's going in. <laughs> <laughs> We could just call it Steampunk's Boxing Day. Yep. Oh my God! It's a, it is a day. It is a day. Sometimes so two days. Well, it's the beginning. It's the beginning of July right now. When when does your box usually go out? Um, for the all month. Right, so we usually, if you sign up anytime during a month, if it's before the fifth, you got to wait until the fifth of the next month before we charge you because now you're on the list. So the fifth, they say you sign up on the first of a month. You on the fifth, you get charged, which means you're on our list. And anywhere from two to six, uh, two to three weeks later, uh, you will get a box. We do try to hit okay. before the next month. Lately, supply lines are stretched, and so our boxes aren't landing once a month at the moment. They're kind of bunching up when we get stuff in, and so you might get one to two boxes in the same month, but we're not behind. Yeah, we so. had three artists uh, who ended up contracting COVID, and oh, we can't so we. We had had them scheduled for months and we were all ready. And then we go to get our product and it doesn't come in. And we had to talk to them and figure out what was going on with it. That's one of the, the issues that you get when you're working directly with people instead of buying products from China. Yeah. <laughs> and so we yeah, had to deal. Yeah, true. But th luckily they, they had an excuse though. They had COVID. Oh, yeah. We weren't upset with that. We for a couple weeks in quarantine ourselves because the last thing we want to do is ship it yeah. and uh, so we, we yep. have exchanging product around mm -hmm. in boxes and trying to keep at least the motif right for each box so it's, it's as a small a small business it's been a struggle yeah. and but i'm sorry 
No, I wasn't laughing at y'all. I have a cat here that's doing something stupid. You're, oh, no, you're fine. Chuckle, <laughs> First video. I we're going to see. That was like up your nose and around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I was like, because I was, I was, I was trying not to laugh out loud. And because there's a cat here. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Internet points. Get the cat in front of the camera. So yeah, it's it's been an interesting thing going through a pandemic of this nature as a small business where we're trying to mail things to people all over the place. Because if we had a sniffle, we're like, oh goodness, we have to go to the doctor and make sure we don't have COVID so we're not giving it to our clients. Yeah, and like <laughs> sending volunteers home and it's just <laughs> stay away from our equipment and our gear that we're sending out. Last Definitely. thing we want to do is get transmission point. Yeah, I kind of have to worry about that because I'm out there amongst the peoples doing my job, and I uh, it's just a lot of those places I go to. Like I'm going out to Ozona tomorrow, and they don't wear their masks or nothing out there. So you know. <laughs> that's actually why I'm wearing my mask today. I was in the midst of a lot of people the other day, and I don't want to get him sick in the event that I'm asymptomatic for something. <laughs> <sighs> Yes, okay, host. so that, that was that, that was Steam Chess. I'm gonna say an unofficial sponsor slash co-host of our show now. <laughs> um, me, I have something I want to plug real fast. Um, I mentioned it briefly earlier. Uh, my podcast that I'm doing. You go to digitalrexfelix.com. You'll there'll be two, three if you count this one, which is not on there yet. Um, there's my mind just went blank. <laughs> Your, your other podcast. It all went so well. In, it all than... went so well in my head. <laughs> Me and my alien? sunrise. Yeah, my alien and I, um, there's two of them. The one of us, my, my, my alien and me. Basically, what happens when an adolescent alien kidnaps a human for their school project um, and hilarity ensues. There's eight episodes of that. We came to a screeching halt due to others other situations um i just finished up interstellar sunrise that is a uh, written by an author a local author who wrote a series of books called interstellar spring and interstellar sunrise is a prequel to his book series it is a six six episode limited series and it basically a prequel how the how the crew met and got together and all that kind of stuff it's actually really good like i said i did i did the, the production the sound effects, the editing, I guess the, yeah. Um, I didn't do any acting in that one. <laughs> so no, no worries there. <laughs> um, got all the actors and everything. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, it's really good. I, I really, I, I, I highly suggest it. Um, like I said, the other one, My Earthling and Me, that's a more of a comedy. Um, it's written by the actors. I kind of, I have a voice in there as, in that one as in myself. But I do all the editing and, and noise production, and all that kind of stuff as well. And like I said, Saul Ravencraft's Cabinet of Curiosity is forthcoming, and that one's more that one's steampunk. So oh, nice. that's going to be fun. Look forward to that. We may we may be able to figure out yeah. a way to put that in our box somehow. At least a link to it. <laughs> yeah, yep, or a, a little fob or something. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be a little while. It's still in production. Um, I'm still waiting for. Since since we're not able to meet and record, they're gonna, they're doing their individual recording. That takes longer, and you know production and all that kind of stuff. Just it's gonna be slow, but we're working on it. And that's my commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we are we are gonna run long if you continue. It's already we've been on it for almost fifty, well, a little over fifty minutes now. 
Um, we were we were planning okay. on an hour. Um, yep. <laughs> we'll make it. It's my turn. We have been talking about picking up new hobbies and crafting and uh, learning new things on the internet. Uh, I know coming into this, the idea was no TV and no books, but um, nevertheless, I'm going to recommend Break not TV, but a YouTube channel that is, it's not steampunk, but it is an amazing crafting uh, channel. Uh, that's called, let me see if I can share this. Da, da, da. I've never done this before, so. Uh, screen sharing. Uh, no worries, no worries. Oh, I just take a link as well in the live comments. Boop. Oh, did I do it wrong? Okay. You broke it. <laughs> I'm just going to have share. a cast there. I have another cat here who's on, who's over there giving me the look. He does not like my hat. So every time I wear a hat, he freaks out. He's just giving me this white eyed look. Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> All right. There's no way uh, I'm gonna be able to get him on camera because uh... <laughs> this YouTube channel here is called Steady Crafton. The Craftsman Steady Crafton. If you can see that, I don't know if yes, that's showing. Yeah, you got it now. And it is adorable. Um, the the uh, the episodes show you. Generally, how to craft uh, epoxy sculpt, 3D print, um, modify your matchbox cars, uh, <laughs> how to do photography, nice. just anything. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. And even if you never want to work on any of these things, uh, he is super entertaining because uh, if you can see in some of these pictures, that little, that little puppet with the, with the hair that's the craftsman. That's the guy you're listening to. Oh. Okay. Cool. <laughs> and he, uh, it may not be. He has this, this voice that's sort of quirky Louisiana slang. And he's, <laughs> he's mellow and soothing. And if, if you just are feeling anxious, he's just very, very calming. Just put your ease. <laughs> um, I mean, you, as you said, it's not. The, you said it's not steampunk, but indirectly, it kind of is because steampunks are makers, and that's yeah, a bunch, that's for making make. things. Right. And that, make. That's why I I want to introduce anybody who hasn't ever seen the Craftsman Steady Crafting. Um, check it out. Just you know, look through his his videos and pick something you might be interested in. Um, and he's he's really knowledgeable, and he'll show you his experiments with. With working with this product or, or this technique and he'll show you his mess ups and uh it, it's fun to learn with him okay so, that's uh, fun, like fun yeah that I'll look him up sometimes you learn more from mistakes sometimes yeah. <laughs> that's for sure but it's better to learn from his mistakes than yours yeah, <laughs> <Than> your <own. laughs> yeah like i make a mistake so you don't have to <laughs> Oh, that's the uh, best way to learn. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> Ooh, okay, so I believe we should probably wrap it up now. We're coming We're up in an hour. So before we do, uh, though, we did I not get say, to most. Go ahead. Well, before we wrap up, mainly for next week, if anyone that is watching this later, put something in the comments. At one point or another, we will be tallying up all the comments before we do another one of these, or in the future, oh. one of these. And um, 
it will be seen. You will be, it'll be seen and we'll look at and consider putting it up here because I mean, content's content. We need content and we're willing to, you know, you guys generate it so well. So please hit us up in the comments. And we are currently planning on every two weeks. So we'll be back on the 16th of this month is the plan. Um, Sounds good. I love because it. Because I could, that is that is what I'm believing. We're, our plan is at the time. It may change in the future, but right now that is our current plan. Uh, we didn't get to all our topics, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll we'll make up for it later. Um, uh, any last words, stacks? No, I think this was a great show. I'm really looking forward to doing more of these live uh, style uh, events here. This is this is pretty cool. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. This is definitely a new format for us. I get to talk to other people. It's great. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a new format for us, and I'm liking it. Um, thank, thanks, uh, Jack, Jack, and Lex for joining us as co-hosts. Um, hopefully, this will, will add a new dynamic to the show. Um, <laughs> we'll get to know each other better, and, we'll, and things will go. And things will go. Maybe in another we'll, two or we'll three months, out. We'll beer together. Sounds yeah, in real life. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Although, guys. like I said, the, the, the Lorraine Ghost Town's opening up. Maybe we can meet there and just sit six feet apart or further. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I like that idea. Let's do it. Do it. All right. So I'm going to end the broadcast uh, to, to our listeners. Thank you again. And uh, we'll be seeing you. Good night. Mind your gauges. Bye.